Daily Ramam for Tuesday, Tashim Tavshim Payalaf, the second parak of Hilchah Shabbos. Yesterday we learned about the Etzim, the Halacha, that you have to rest on Shabbos, you can't do Malacha. We learned about Chayev, Hatra Avalaser, Mutter, Ene Chayev Klum, all the different terms. We learned about Adar Vashayim Miskaven versus Absekereshe. We learned about Malacha Shayim Tzarek Lekufa, we learned about Malacha Shabbos. We learned about the Shir, that there's a minimum for each Malacha, you automatically are Chayev, you do the minimum. We learned about Shnayim Shasuov, to do it together. We learned about Mekalkal, if you're doing something but you're trying to damage. And we learned about doing something partially on purpose, partially not. Now we're moving on to Perek Beis, which is all about Pikuach Nefesh. <clears throat> so first we start with the basic Din of Achayla Sheyesh Bei Sakana. Halacha Aleph. Shabbos, just like every other mitzvah, is pushed aside when there's a matter of life is in danger. If there's someone who's ill and there's a danger involved, whatever he needs on Shabbos, follow the instructions of a professional doctor of that location. What if it's not a certainty, it's a doubt? What if one doctor said one thing and the other said the opposite? Then still, we still desecrate the Shabbos. Because it doesn't matter if it's a Vadi or a Suffolk, a Suffolk is also Deche Shabbos. Magabishna says, what if there's more than two doctors involved? What if there's a whole teams of doctors? So that's in Hilchas Shvisas also, Yom Kippur. If you look over there, it says that if Mixas say Tzorech, and mixes say then you follow the roiv, or you follow the bikiim, etc. We'll get to it there when we get to it. The Kasef Mishnah points out that now I'm using the lashon duchuya he shabbos, and he says when it comes to tuma, tuma hutra betzibur by karim pesach, when you bring the karim pesach for tuma, so there's a whole discussion in the Gemara: is it duchuya or is it hutra? Duchuya means that uh, we're ignoring it, but it's still sort of present, and maybe you still need the tzitz to be mechaper, or is it hutra? And uh, he says, it would seem that similarly there's the same achleik as for Shabbos, and the Ramam used the word the Dechoya, not Hutra. Um, now the Ramam is going to teach us that. Hmm? Yeah? But by fasting, you also use that word, Dechoya. Yeah. So it means to push off. Well, that that's always the term, Dechoya Shabbos, right? And uh, so he's saying that that's, there's significance to that term. We didn't say Matur uh, Shabbos, we say Dechoya Shabbos. And uh, we're going to see further in the parak some details that might relate to that. So right now he's going to say in Allah Chabez that uh, Shabbos, we should essentially treat Shabbos like a weekday and not make cheshbainas. So let's, let's, let's see what the Ram says. Let's say on Shabbos they said, okay, he's going to need a certain treatment for eight days. So we don't say, let's delay the treatment till this evening. So that way we avoid, if we start today, the eighth day is going to be next Shabbos. We're going to desecrate two Shabbos. Let's try to minimize it and, and delay it so that way it'll be from Sunday to Sunday instead of from Shabbos to Shabbos. Don't say that. Shabbos. You start today with Shabbos. And if you have to desecrate a hundred Shabbos, you do whatever you have to do. As long as he needs it, and there's a Sakana involved, or even a doubt, as we said, you're Machal. Madlikun le'asaner, you light the candle. Machabim mofanim asaner, you extinguish the candle. V'sheichdan le, you slaughter. Oifin v'vashlan, you bake, you cook. Machamim le'chamim, you heat up hot water. Bein la'ashkaisa, bein l'rchitzes gufa. Whether he needs to drink it, whether he needs to be washed. Kolish aldover. The rule is Shabbos lekabichel. Sheish be'sakana. Shabbos for such a person. Harei kachol lechol advarim shutzarach. And we treat it like a weekday uh, for everything that he needs. However. Later on, we're going to see that uh, sometimes you do make a cheshman. It's not a complete uh, carte blanche, free for all, do whatever you want. Halacha <laughs> Gimel, and to, to, to 
really to emphasize how important it is to be Mechal Shabbos, to save a life, when you do these things, you don't send the guy to do it, or the children, or the slaves, or the women. In fact, it's actually going to, it's going to have a downside. They're going to think Shabbos isn't so great. See, they can go do things on Shabbos if you have to. I saw Exactly. And again, he says, we don't tell the women to do it. Specifically, the concern being that uh, they're going to get the wrong message. And you're not allowed to put, have any delay. Oh, I don't want to get around. I'm a little nervous. I don't want to do the chil- No, you have to do it right away. Uh, it's supposed to result in life, not in death. So uh, you have to do what it takes to keep them alive. Torah isn't here to create uh, nastiness and, and uh, horrible things in the world. It's supposed to be mercy and kindness and peace. That's supposed to be the outcome of Torah. And these heretics, that even this is Chil Shabbos, so presumably he means the Karaites, because they, they believe in Torah, but they might have their own opinion, and they might not have this uh, exemption. So they have rules, and those rules result in death. That's uh, what we can say about those. Certainly, that's, uh, absolutely, that was probably closer to the peak. Yeah, this, that's a, there's still a bit of a community today, and there's Shilas about intermarriage, and, but the, yeah, in Mitzrayim there was a large community of Karaites, and then I'm had to contend with them and deal with them. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Now, the, the Ramach, <clears throat> the Kassab Mishnah quotes the Ramach, he's one of the Yishayim Lazasagas on the Rambam, he says, you know, I'm mentioning all four. And he says, It sounds like he's referring to all four that they're going to not take Shabbos seriously. He says, I mean, they don't take Shabbos seriously at all. What do you, what do you mean they're not going to take Shabbos seriously? And also, according to him, <coughs> what if a Chacham tells the guy to do it, then it's okay. The Chacham is, the Chacham is in charge. He says, The Chacham should do it. So, what if the Chacham asks, asks the guy to help him? So then, uh, if the Chacham are involved and it looks serious, so then it's okay. Then the guy won't get the wrong message. Atama Bar, he says, is because they're not Zidizim. The guy don't uh, take life or Jewish life seriously. That's the reason why you can't use Gayim on Shabbos. And the Kesef Mishnah responds, whatever his response is. Um, and uh, later we're going to see that actually when it comes to Chayel She'em by Sakana, then we actually do use Gayim as we shall see. So, uh, right, it's Often when something is slightly uh, okay, so then you're going to use a guy to do it instead of a yid. Here is the bedafka don't want to use them. So that's unusual. Halacha, dalit, and hey, what kind of aches can we just sort of assume in advance are entail a sakana? So the Ram says, someone has some kind of ache in his eyes. The definition of an ache is that there's either a discharge coming out of one or two of the eyes, I show you or there's just tears streaming due to great pain. I show you dumb shaysis man with this blood streaming from the eyes. I show kedach there's heat, there's fever, there's an infection. sakana. So that's automatically in the category of a chayla that has a sakana. You can automatically immediately mechalon all of us a shabbos. You do whatever you need to do. Hey, continues. If there's any internal Injury, the mouth, the intestines, the liver, the spleen, all the internal organs, 
also automatically we don't have to get a, an expert uh, to give his opinion. Shachayli Kovid, who we know right away that it's a, a, a heavy, a serious illness. So therefore you can go ahead without asking. And if it's on the, the hand or the foot, we consider that to be an internal injury. You also don't need to ask an opinion. This is all from the Gemara. And if it's heat that uh, is causing the, the skin, the flesh to, to shrivel, it's also an internal injury. And then, Besides for those, any other one that the doctors say has a sakanam, even if it's an external injury, then then that's where they step in and that's where we listen to them. Otherwise, we can figure it out ourselves. Um, <clears throat> the Magad Mishnah quotes from the Chedusha Hirashba that uh, Maka Shalchal is one of the internal organs is, is ruined due to some kind of Maka or a Bua, some kind of bubble, an infection or something. Yeah. But um, a boil, but, um, and that's to distinguish from a michosh. A michosh just means your stomach's hurting, something's hurting you, aches. If it's just, uh, if there's no known injury, if it's just an ache, that's what we're trying to distinguish here and say that if it's not a maka, you're not machal Shabbos, unless there's a michosh with a maka, and that's what he quotes him at Ashma. It's actually a whole discussion. If the Magad Mishnah may have been a Talmud directly of the Ashma, he was all the way back then. It's not, we don't know that much about him, though. Um... Also, the Magad Mishnah quotes from the Ramban that the way he uh, makes a say there is that a makashal chalal, an internal injury. So we're saying when you don't need you don't have, you don't need a doctor. So even if there's no pekiim, even if the chayla himself doesn't say anything, you still do everything you're supposed to do. The machalim, the refus, your machal shabbos. You don't ask. However, if it's a uh, if everyone knows that this particular illness is something that uh, you can wait, if you happen to know that, you don't need chil, then it's certainly usher to, to do it. And kol shikain, if the chayla says, or the doctor says that you don't need, then even if it's an internal injury, then you still can't go ahead and do mechal shalos. If it's not an internal injury, then you ask the baki or the chayla, and you don't do chil shabbos. The default is you don't until someone says tzarek. Now, nowadays, there's another metric of determining whether someone's ill, and that is taking their temperature. That wasn't the thing back then. But today it is, and there's all discussion as to how to use the temperature to determine. So I'm going to quote from, I think it's the Encyclopedia Rufus, as an entry on Chavez, as an entry on temperature. So, uh, running the Gemara, you see this idea that, that the Heat. So one of some, one of the, some of these examples might be suggesting that the heat is uh, dangerous. Lavdafke um, is exactly in the same sense as we understand temperatures. So anyway, therefore, if you have uh, a high temperature and you, you don't feel well and you haven't further determined yet what the problem is, or even if it's not so high, but you know that it's uh, let's say you know the person has uh, the flu or something, and then you see even a slightly higher temperature. So then, you're Mechal Shabbos, this is based on Shlomo Zalman Arabach, the Yigdus Meisha. If a person, let's say a person has a cold, something like that, he's a bit older, so he quotes from the Yigdus Meisha that uh, starting from 102 degrees Fahrenheit for an adult, for an older person, that's when you start doing Mechal Shabbos. Uh, <clears throat> and if a person feels that he's in danger, then even if it's 101, you can start leaving a little lower. 
Um, some say that even from 100 degrees, we mechal Shabbos, but that's only Dirabanan. And um, usually it's not the temperature itself that's the problem. There's something else that's the real problem. Temperature is just an indicator. Um, if the person really feels awful, we don't know what the cause is, uh, you know, we don't know the cause, so then we can consider Machir Shiesh by Sakana. And that's from the Tesa Shulchan and some others. Well, if we're saying he's a Chedesh Yesh based on Karna, so then... No, no, 100 degrees. If, uh, if he feels especially awful, we don't understand what the reason is, and uh, maybe even on 100, you might be able to take him to hospital. I mean, I'm sure... Uh, at this no, no. I'm sure at this hey, point... Aspirin. Aspirin. Oh, I thought, I'm sorry. Aspirin? These are home remedies. Well, surely... Right. The home remedy. Right. Um, <clears throat> there's other uh, the, the child or Moshe had a particularly low temperature that uh, as people discuss it, you know, even a hundred for a child. Okay, so that's uh, that is that. Moving on. <clears throat> now that Alan discusses um, uh, aches, troubles up again from his interactions with um, with creatures. Uh, you swallow a leech. So we heat up water, we do whatever you need because it's a danger. bit by rabid dog or by any of the crawling creatures that are deadly. I feel like you're suffering if it's a question. That's another example where you automatically know where something happened like that. So you know that the uh, no. uh, moving on now to uh, the idea that you don't actually go ahead and do whatever you want. You can't just do unnecessary Shabbos. So let's say they uh, they said that he needs a dry date. Um, so in this case, ten people ran. They all brought one each. So they're all potter. I feel the view Even if one brought it after the next, I feel everybody shayna. Even by this time, he recovered. Should they cool him? Everyone was uh, was you know when they went, there was they went for the right reason. So we don't say, "Oh, my friend, it turned out you're actually mechal shabbos." No, you're potter. Um, However, you have two options. Either two that grow individually, or three that grow, that grew together as one. So, even though you need two, you cut the three that are attached to each other, and you end up with one more, but you only did one cut. You only cut one, only cut once instead of cutting twice. So that way you're not cutting uh, additionally. That's preferable. And anything like that. So here you see that it's not mamish like a weekday. And uh... all right, Tess, what about can a healthy person? Also enjoy what they did for the chayla. They cooked for the sick person. He left over some. Also, a healthy person cannot eat the leftovers because maybe, uh, oh, well, right, let's make a meal for everyone. Can't do that. But if it was just shechting, it wasn't cooking, it was shechting. Then a healthy person could eat 
some of the raw meat. You can't cook it, but you can have the meat uncooked. Because here there's nothing additional that was done. That was a concern that we'll do extra. One animal is one animal. And then that's how the rule always works. Whether if it's something that uh, could have been done without, then you can't have it if it was automatic. Then, uh, so the Maga Mishnah says, then the healthy person can eat it right away. He doesn't have to wait for the amount of time it would take to do it again. And the Ram is just talking about Shabbos. So don't uh, be medayag anything. The Ram was simply talking directly, specifically about Shabbos. And he quotes the Gemara about the, about the Shechting, the famous Lashon, relatively. How are you going to get a Kazayas of meat without Shechting? A whole animal. And when he Shechted, therefore he had a mind the Chayla. Doesn't matter how many other people are around. He has the mind, the, just the chayla when he shechted the whole animal. And then there's a there's a rivet here. The rivet says that there has to actually be a sick person around that eats it that day. Yes, maybe sometimes the sheikh needed to shechted then, but maybe the chayla wasn't actually around then. Whatever the case is, so Mag Mishnah explains because otherwise, then it's muktza. If they didn't have any purpose, if it wasn't actually used today. Then it remains mukta. Uh, that's the rivet. But he says we hold that uh, that when we say that we say that it's only mukta if you were deicha the iser be a dime. So if you lit the candle on Shabbos, then mamish deicha the iser. That's uh, that's that's uh, mukta. But like here, in a case like here, you weren't deicha be a dime. So then it's mukta. So even though the behemoth was mukta because of Isra Shkita, but you didn't do, you weren't a dime, so apparently the Raman would disagree with the Raman. Now move on to a Chayelash Eim Sakana. Chayelash Eim Sakana, he's sick, but there's no danger. So then we, uh, we could do stuff for him, but a guy has to do it. Ketzad, so for example, uh, we tell the guy to do it, and he does it. The to cook, the is to bake. To bring medicine from one place to another. And so, Kaichel means uh, like what the, uh, what the women put in their eye, but there's also a concept of doing it for refuel back then. Um, I mean, Kaichel, by the way, essentially is alcohol. As we know, the word alcohol in English is actually al. Koichal, this word, uh, that's the word uh, in alcohol. It comes from Arabic, comes from Hebrew. So um, perhaps, you know, essentially putting alcohol in his eye on Shabbos. So, uh, uh, so the guy can do that. And if there's no malacha at all, he just needs errands, then he can do it. And the examples are, so that's to, to put, let's say someone has a, um, his, his jaw is um, what's the it was dis- not displaced but uh, dislocated. He has a dislocated jaw, so uh, you can uh, push it back in. Or mal and uncle, if he has some kind of cartilage in his heart that's in the wrong place, you have to pop it back. So that's something you can do. Marzir and if he has a uh, broken limb, you can uh, line it up, put the broken part back in line. and anything like that. Mutter. Line up together and tie it. You're just talking. Here's just talking about uh, putting it in place. It's not, it's not going to get in place. Mm-hmm. Right. Cast is like a whole, uh, a whole malacha. No? Um, so the way the Maga Mishnah sums it up is that um, every shvus is 
is a, is mutter for anything that's the rabban is mutter for a chaylish sakana because it's still uh, has the whole body is involved. He's lying in bed, so that's uh, that's either a, either a miracle guy or through a yid. But if it's just ever echad, then there's no uh, sakana at all. Then it's then it's like a mutter for a yid, even if it's totally a shvos. So that's why let's say the alcohol is uh, can only be uh, a guy, even though it's only a shvos. Because he just has a problem in his eye, but uh, and a malacha gemura for a yid is uh, is never uh, for ever echad, only for the entire body, unless the ever echad is a kind of stafasha. And there's more arichos on this topic, but that's not yeladas. Uh, and we're going to tell you all this uh, woman who's giving birth. We're going to have a bunch of malachas on that. So she's actually uh, she's going into labor. She's in danger. We have to desecrate the Shabbos. You call a midwife from place to place, even if she's traveling where you wouldn't ordinarily travel. You cut the umbilical cord. You tie it. She needs a candle while she's crying out in pain. You light the candle. She's blind. So why are you lighting a candle for someone who's blind? Psychologically, it helps her. Even though she doesn't see. If she needs oil or something like that, if you do a shinoi though, you make a shinoi. So you're bringing something, you're carrying something. If the woman could tie it to her hair, that way she's not carrying it properly. It's just dangling from her hair. That would be preferable. If you can't, so we finally touched uh, about the shinoi. Right. So, so the Magamisha says that Amban said that all Terchi Chayla, even if there's a Chayla, there's a Sakana, if you could do it with a Shinoi, not even Chal Shabbos, you should do with a Shinoi. Even if it delays, as long as it doesn't delay the Chayla. But from the Ramam, the Chayla Sheish Besakana is not involved, is not included in the Shinoi. Because uh, by Sakana's the Fasha, he's never mentioned anything about Shinoi. He just said, "Kol yishol davar shabbos akav bechayil shishim the kanei kachayil." So apparently, Yoldus is unique that it's a it's a it's natural. A woman gives birth to it's a, it's a, labor is it, labor is natural. But ain achas mi'elaf meisamach masay of the famous line that one out of a thousand don't die as a result of birth. So therefore, they were being more machmir. Uh, אמרתי,เมื่อเมื่อเมื่อเมื่อเมื่อเมื่อเมื่อเมื่อเมื่อเมื่อเมื่อเมื่อเมื่อเมื่อเมื่อเมื่อเมื่อเมื่อเมื่
Uh, how long? How long are you uh, considered? Uh, from when the blood starts coming until she gives birth. For another three days, everything she needs. Whether she says she needs it or not. From the third to the seventh day, if she says I don't need it, then you're not machal. If she's quiet, if she says I need then you're still machal till the seventh day. From the seventh to the thirtieth day, then we assume she doesn't have a sakana. Um, now relating to lighting fires and washing, make a fire. I feel even in the summer, because cold is very dangerous for her. Um, but you can't make uh, uh, Madura for a regular sick person because it's not probably not, that doesn't relate to Sakana. He is dumb and it's done in. If the, the person let blood and then he became felt cold, then Islam Madura feels like it's time. Then we even do it in the summer because there we are Kabbalah. Gemara says it's a danger. You wash the child the Shabbos after he's born, the day he's born. After you cut the milk, even if you have to heat the water up on Shabbos, they used to use salt in those days to harden him. You wrap him up. We learned about this already in Hachas Mila. What if she died? She was a labor and she died. Even from the the current is crazy. You cut her open and try to save the, the baby. Maybe he'll be alive. Even for this child, even though he never had a chazak of being alive, we're still uh, trying to save him because it's a suffix. Um, <clears throat> now we're up to uh, saving people from uh, trouble. In general, whenever you hear this danger, you run. You don't ask permission. The faster, the better. Child falls in the ocean. You start uh, casting nets to bring him up. You don't ask. If you heard that a child drowned, uh, fell into the water, and he put out a net, and he only caught fish, you still caught him. And it's potter miklo, meaning it's uh, potter and uh, totally no makas marks. It's kind of nali's dog, mehela dog, like potter. If uh, you were trying to get fish and you caught the child, so uh, potter, but not potter miklo, I guess. You, you, should, you, you shouldn't have done what you did. Even if you didn't hear anything about it, however, since he, he saved the child, potter takes away the, the chiyo. Um, even if you're fixing something, he falls into a well. You start breaking, taking parts out of the wall around the well. Even if you're fixing the the wall in a certain way, like, oh, now you made a step. A child was locked inside. You break the door. Even though you're breaking wood now, now you can use the wood for something. What if the child is terrified inside? He's locked inside and he'll die. You start if there's a fire and you're afraid someone will be burned. Even though you're making a path. Get permission. About being under a pile of bricks, 
Suffolk, we show him Suffolk, and we show him, we're not even sure if he's there, if he's still at Suffolk, you go. You find him alive. His brain was, uh, his head was smashed, and you can't recover. You still want to save him and let him live another minute. If they check though, and he's not breathing, then you leave him alone. Nothing to do. If the people on top are dead, you don't say, "Oh, the people on the bottom are for sure dead." You still keep digging. Sometimes the top are dead and the bottom are alive. Now, what if you have a suffix like this? The Gaim and Yidin in the yard. I told you, there's a thousand Gaim and one Yid. But now, following my prayerless on the wall fell, you still are looking for that Yid. What if you have a Kod Parish? Uh, but it's Kavua. One left, and then he got buried. Maybe it's Kavua. Kavua is Mechzal Mechzal. But if they were all moving, and then one of them left, and then you don't look anymore. Because they all left at Chatzar, there's no more Kavua here. Then it's Rav. It's still Rav Yisrael. If you're in the desert, you don't know what day Shabbos is. So you treat every seventh day as Shabbos properly. Even that day where you're big and kiddush and you can only do whatever it takes to survive. So you don't die. You can't do more. Every day is maybe Shabbos. Keep track. This is a week since I left, etc. And that day, you know for sure it's not Shabbos. You leave on Shabbos, and it's a week since you left. You don't know what day you left. Every other day, you just do only what you need to survive. This is the famous Allah. The number used to quote the Gaim are laying siege and bolus came mom in the machana lands of shops if it's just money then you're not machal shops when it's in one machum you can't go to war but you're a smokeless fire and if it's near the border i feel like bol ala let's get time cash even if it's just a small matter you're it's a little bit zayn machana lands of shops you go out to war and machal shops and certainly if they actually came and it's uh life and death and for sure you react appropriately. Whenever you do conjoin, let's say you can't wait for When you finish, you can go home with your weapons. They might not want to come next time. There's a boat in the ocean, it's being rocked around. Somehow there's a river, a city's being flooded. It's a mitzvah to go and try to save them wherever you can. Even if one guy is being chased by Goyim uh, to be killed, then you have to save him. Even if you start making weapons, Go do that. And you, you scream and you daven or whatever it is, you make a noise to help. But you don't cry out to Hashem over a plague. You can start even three days before Shabbos. 
to make a siege. Or maybe it's maybe Dafka three days. And you can have you can have a war any day. Even though it's just an optional war. That you go till the end, even on Shabbos. It's not only Muhammad Smith, for sure, but it's a myth of the Kavashishu Yerichai, Ella Bashabas. The whole story happened on Shabbos.